0: This is HPR episode 2115 entitled, Apt, 3 3, Nodam, CMUS, and Percord. It is hosted by Windigo and is about 13 minutes long. The summary is, Windigo wades through the Debian repositories and brings attention to some of the good stuff.
1: This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at an
0: This is Windigo, and welcome to another episode of App spelunking. Uh, this is the third episode in the series, so if you've missed the first episode, then you also probably missed the second episode. They were fantastic, I assure you, and no need to go back and watch them. This one is just just plenty. This series is about finding uncommon packages that are buried in the Debian repositories. Debian being my preferred Linux distribution. Um, It could very well be done for the other distributions, um, other packaging formats and repositories, Uh, but no Arch, Fedora, Ubuntu, or OpenSUSE users are smart and or handsome enough to contribute an episode, apparently. So we are only going to see the preferred Debian approach to all of these packages. Um, and none of the other distributions must have anything good in their repositories because nobody has ever done a uh, companion episode. So anyhow, in no particular order, here are three random packages I've discovered and use in my computing. The first package is called no DM. and no DM is a very small, very, very specific utility that starts an X session automatically when a computer is turned on. On Debian, um, you configure NodeM with the configuration file located at slash etc slash defaults slash NoDM. Uh, you can specify whether or not no DM starts or which user it's run as and uh, which X session you want it to run. Um, and if you've never set up a really bare-boned window manager distribution um, from scratch, you might not really understand the point of this utility. Uh, when you when you set up your own desktop environment, you kind of have to bootstrap everything yourself. If you just install a minimal Debian or Ubuntu distribution, um, or anything really, Arch, I'm, I'm pretty sure Arch starts out this way as well, you just get dropped at a bash prompt on the console uh which is you know it's a working system but not as graphical as most people are looking for so as long as you have an x server installed x server being the graphical interface that's what actually displays um windows and it it lets you use your mouse a little bit um with a graphical user interface um you have to start that by typing start x or x init, and um, it's just a little bit of a hassle if you have to go through that every single time you turn on your computer. So no DM or display managers in general. No DM isn't the only one. Kind of kick off that process uh, when you are presented with a login screen in Linux. It's usually a display manager. X display manager is a pretty basic one that comes with um the X server uh users of the gnome desktop environment are familiar with gdm that's your your login box that's what comes up and kicks everything off uh lightdm is another popular one slim i think Slim's still around is is another one but no dm is just no frills bare bone it just kind of circumvents that whole login uh, display manager process. It just says, okay, we're starting the computer, fire up an X session. As this user, go. While it's hugely, hugely insecure, NodeM's a great way to avoid the hassle of like dealing with that full display manager like GDM. Um, those are They're not really bad, but they're a little bit more comprehensive and bulky than you need all the time. Uh no dm is extremely lightweight, which is great for my Mini 9, which is pretty low resources. And um, it gets me right into my i3 window manager without a lot of fuss. So if you've got your own custom desktop set up and don't really need to worry about the security of logging in as a user, for instance, if you're doing a kiosk or if you have uh, your hard disk encrypted, uh, that, that'll that kind of log you, as, as long as it's a single-user computer. Um, turning on your computer will prompt you for your hard disk encryption password, so that's as much of a login as I need. So no DM just is a nice way to circumvent all the rest of the stuff and get you straight to a desktop. The second package I'd like to discuss is called CMUS, C C M U S. Uh, is the command, and it's a very comprehensive console based music player. It stands for C Music Player, or C- the name actually has an asterisk after the C, so it's C Star Music Player. Um, not Coconut Monkey Umbrella Stand as I had thought originally, which is unfortunate because that's, you know, I suppose that's fun. So, anyhow, I received CMUSE as a recommendation. From Ch Chul Chulkahlam. Chulkahlam? His name's Gavin. Um he's a member of the DufferCast, and he happens to also be on uh Fragdev's uh GNU social instance, which is fun. Um so I mentioned I was looking for an audio player and he suggested that one. CMuse is uh very, very suitable for the Mini Nine in that it is a uh, lightweight, it's console based, um, and just really fit the application that I was looking for. It was actually a suggestion for my terrible alarm clock scripts that are still still terrible at the moment. Um, maybe I'll do a follow-up episode. So the interface of CMuse is slightly strange and takes some getting used to. It's broken up into seven views which are accessed using the number keys, numbers one through seven. Uh, The views are library, sorted library, playlist, play queue, browser, filters, and settings. And to be very, very honest, I still don't really understand most of them. I still haven't given CMUs a fair shake. It seems like an excellent little utility. It seems like it would really do just about everything I want it to, but I'm so lazy. I would love to be able to say that I've got this minimal uh console-based music player that I use all the time, but I'm just far too lazy to learn a new audio player. I'm stuck on Audacity, or not Audacity, Audacious, Uh which is essentially a clone of xms or xmms which is a clone of winamp which is what i started using in 96 or whatever so uh as of yet i'm still stuck in that ye oldie media player paradigm except now that i've mentioned it on an hpr episode i've reaffirmed my commitment to trying CMuse. Um It's really, really good, and it seems to do everything that I want. I just need to use it for a week, so that I can get used to the, the commands. And there's... I feel like there's a pretty decent help system in there as well. Uh, so if I really just used it for a handful of days, I feel like it would be, it would be exactly what I'm looking for. So this is Windigo again, saying that I'm going to try a out if it kills me. But not right now. Right now I'm recording this episode. So we'll just move on to the next utility. The next utility is called Record, And that's all one word. P-A-R-E-C-O-R-D. And it stands for Pulse Audio Record, I'm assuming, because it comes with pulse audio. Um, Pulse audio comes with a bunch of very handy command line utilities that can play and or record audio from Pulse Audio. The reason I picked PA record is because I'm using it to record this episode. Uh, ordinarily, I do all my podcast recording with a record, which is the ALSA utility for this sort of thing. But... I don't know what I've done or what I've changed, but the last time I tried to record some audio with a record, Audacity just choked terribly on it. Um, When I imported it into Audacity, I sounded like a chipmunk, and then Audacity crashed. So I'm guessing maybe there's some sort of sample rate off, or maybe it's just, there's, I don't know, something wrong with one of Audacity's plugins, but something was not working with something else and I'm not going to be bothered by fixing it, so I'm just going to switch utilities. Because P-A-Record is a very nice alternative to A-Record. Not only does it do its recording and it's a nice uh command line utility, but it also encodes the file on the fly. Um, there may be an ALSA equivalent that also encodes your audio, or you could just combine a record with another utility to convert that audio into something better, uh, or more compact, or, uh, I don't know, any format you want, really. Something like AV Convert, AV CONV would probably do the trick, but PA Record does everything in a single utility, so why reinvent the wheel? using PA record I can specify the file format with the dash dash file dash format flag and it just records to FLAC. Um, since we upload our HPR episodes as FLAC files this is perfect. Plus FLAC is not a lossy format so it's full quality just like the wave output that a record developed it's just compressed so it takes up less space. If you really, really want to record raw audio data, and I don't even know if A Record recorded true raw audio data. It recorded wave data, essentially. But I don't know enough about audio to know the difference. But anyways, um, the PA Utilities does have a raw data command called PA Rec. So P-A-R-E-C that will just dump out raw audio data. But that is pretty far outside of the uh, scope of this podcast. And uh, I just really don't know anything about that kind of, or that level of audio data. So I'm going to skip right over it. So those are three more random utilities. I hope that you can use at least one or two of them. They're really helpful to me, except for CMuse, which I have still yet to try because I'm a jerk. And, yeah, I hope somebody else finds them useful. If you've got your own set of utilities that you find useful, why don't you record an episode and tell me about it? Because I've just been sending out recommendations and getting nothing in return. So, somebody else record one of these spelunking episodes. I would love to hear additional programs that other people find useful. In conclusion, uh, this has been Windigo, recording for Hacker Public Radio. And, uh, If you need to contact me, just go to fragdev.com. It's easiest. Otherwise, I will wait to hear you on Hacker Public Radio.
1: You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday.